0: Hi, and welcome to Be Your Best Podcast. I'm Gilman Hansen, your host. I'm a brand strategist and executive creative director for companies and organizations around the world for over 25 years, helping them discover, create, and design brands. A year ago, I took all that I've learned about branding and applied it to people like you and me and created design personal brand training for individuals and teams where people can learn about designing a strong personal brand and how to apply it in making a difference for themselves and others. Recently, we started Be Your Best Podcast to chat with others who have created successes with their personal brand for both work and play. So let's get started by considering, what does it mean to be our best personal brand? And how can we learn to be our best? How are we perceived? Can we manage what others think of us? Is it just circumstances, or can we play an active role in being a strong personal brand? Recently, we started Be Your Best Podcast to chat with others who have created successes with their personal brand for both work and play. Today, we are happy and excited and thrilled to be talking with Joan after, who, for over 26 years, helps people achieve radical wellness, balance in life, and teaches people about essential oils. And... She loves having adventures all over the world. Joan's brand promise to others is, I enhance and empower your life. Joan's brand style is inspirational, passionate, fun, and colorful. Her brand message is, I be your partner in your inner growth and outer style. Her best role is communicator and teacher. Joan's personal brand ethos is, Sharing higher understanding. I've had the pleasure, the fun, and great times knowing Joan as an inspiration and good friend for over 40 years. It's forty years, Joan. It's a long time. <laughs> so, Joan, glad you could join us on Be Your Best.
1: Thank Let's you. Gil. Good. Can I just can I just take a moment? I just want to acknowledge Gil because everything that he just uh, spoke to you about me. We have had the, uh, for me, I've had the honor and, and uh, privilege to be in Gil's Design Personal Brand. And um, all of this clarity has been brought out thanks to Gil. So I just wanted to thank you, Gil.
0: Wow. Thanks. That's um, it's mutual, Joan. Really. It's been a, a lot of fun working with you. So let's start. Uh, can you share with us a little bit how it all started for you? Like your you know, where you're from, how you became who you are, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: if that's possible.
1: <laughs> I'm la- I'm laughing hysterically because, you know, it's like, how did it all begin? And that's and, and really the question. I came into this world as a seeker and I don't know, there's just nothing I can do about it. I've ever since I was a little, little creature mm. and my parents could see it. Luckily I was born into a wonderful family in Washington, DC. And, um, My father was a public relations man, very uh, intellectual, and he really cared about making a difference in this world. Um, He was involved in the civil rights movement. He was a uh, public relations representative for the March on Washington, Martin Luther King, et cetera, et cetera. John F. Kennedy's initiatives for for racial justice uh, goes on and on. My mother was a earth goddess, Hungarian, and her love could reach to the moon and back. She was the earth mother goddess and she danced. She loved to dance and she was very into her body. So I got gifts from both sides, um, the intellectual and and the understanding very young uh, that you have to deserve love. That that made an impression on me. Uh, In your family, you kind of have to meet the bar to get the, you know, If you know what I'm talking about, Gil, to get the acceptance, (laughs) to get the the love, and so we learn. And so for me, it all started very, very young. Looking out through my eyes and going, "Wait a minute, the emperor's new clothes." I I mean, it was like, "Man, that's not really the way it is." You know, that's a cover up. You know, and little did I know, I was a member of the hippie generation. Um, I I quit college and went overland to India for a four-year voyage of self-discovery. And um, yeah, four years later, I came back. And I worked for a very special teacher for 22 years that Mm -hmm. I met in India. And his name is Prem Rawat. And after that 22 years, I started to explore myself, um, you know, in other domains, what it is that I wanted to do. And i would never been someone who's been great at working right. <laughs> in, an, in, in, in an organizational structure.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. So you're more like an independent, fiery type person, rather. Than- yeah,
1: I'm an independent contractor for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Remember when I worked for Mitch uh, Ditkoff's Idea Champions as an independent contractor, and it was wonderful. I could create uh, workshops on reinventing retirement. That was one of my passions was to bring consciousness into the aging process. Hmm. And um, one of my other passions was doing rites of passage work with uh, young people, fourth, fifth, and sixth graders, specifically through the Ojai foundation. That's also a passion of mine try to get the kids before the masks come on. That's what I was passionate about. And um, so here I am. I have been involved in essential oils for 28 years, and it really is my primary work. I do keynote speaking. I do consulting. Um, I'm a spa consultant also, helping spas train their massage therapists, as well as going into the spa and teaching them new techniques or ceremonies that they can add to their menu of services. I love that. Mm. I've traveled to wonderful places, uh, teaching spa therapists and always had a very good time.
0: So let me ask you a question. Uh, Can you just explain, clarify what are essential oils and what what they can do for you?
1: Essential oils are plant compounds, Hmm. plant medicine. Essential oils are the lifeblood of the plant, and they serve pretty much the same purpose in the plant as your blood does in your body. They uh, transfer the nutrients around all the cells. They protect uh, the plant. If there's an injury right away, there's a uh, response, immune response, just like us. It's the life force. And when you dry the plant material, that essential oil is still in there to a certain extent, but essential oils are extremely potent plant medicine. One drop of peppermint is equal to 28 cups of peppermint tea in its medicinal value. Mm. So they're very potent little plant medicines, and they're also frequencies. They're also measurable electromagnetic frequencies. So there's also uh, essential oils are also categorized as energy medicine. And there's lots of studies on Energy, medicine, and frequency. There's books out the wazoo. If you just Google um, energy medicine, wonderful books. And um, essential oils are both. They interact with your body energetically, as well as their chemistry, their uh, their compounds, and how they work on you.
0: That's They're very
1: pretty, fast acting, very yeah. fast acting. That's pretty, uh,
0: It's very interesting. <clears throat> Other medicines out there that can help people and make them feel better and be better.
1: I studied homeopathy for 10 years. That's like nothing in homeopathy. Mm, Um, I studied herbology for probably a little longer. I was interested in reading about herbs even as a um, high school time. And um, when I met essential oils, like I say, it was kind of the perfect marriage between the plant and the frequency. And that was the perfect combo for me. That's kind of what I was looking for.
0: Wow. That's pretty cool. What would you say, it's probably just a continuation of the same chat we're having, what would you say is your best role in helping others?
1: Well, my best role is to be a teacher, to be a communicator, to help um, birth your own Clarity, everything that you already know. I think my best role is to evoke and to help what you already know come out. My my um, intention is that we both grow by our interaction in clarity and in capability. That's where the coaching is so profound when you're working with someone, not just for their health. When I do an intake with someone, It's not just, oh, what are your symptoms? Mm. It has to go so much deeper than that. And it's very intimate. I mean, I'm not a psychologist, but but you're sharing with me emotions and memories and wounds that haven't healed. And we're just, with our intention, doing incredible work. I can't even tell you. It's almost shamanic. Because when someone's willing to let go, And one of the definitions of essential oils, um, Daniel Penuel, a French, very famous aromatherapist, said, and I was lucky enough to be in his lecture, um, um, he said, essential oils are the greatest enhancer of human intention.
0: (laughs) That's pretty powerful. So
1: it's wonderful to inhale, you know, when you inhale, the olfactory goes right into the limbic brain direct. We don't even have any other sense that is directly connected to the brain, but olfactory, our sense of smell. That's why memory, mood, emotion, all in that limbic brain, that amygdala, where the olfactory bulb is connected at that part of the brain. That's the fight or flight brain. That's the reptilian brain, you know? That's our default condition—a little bit scared, a little bit survivalist, you know. And we don't want to. We we want to release things from that back brain. And essential oils, olfactory—it's just so amazing how that can be facilitated. Wow. Yeah. That's it. Takes it takes intention, mm. your desire, and then, like I'm saying, essential oils are the greatest enhancer of human intention. I mean. All right, let's use that and see what happens. What's the problem? So that's what I did, I tried and it's true. It's like having a master sitting at your side, helping you all the the way, just all the way because we are meant to be free. We are meant to be free of limitations and we know that. And that's why it's so painful to play the game, right? To be authentic what an incredible goal that is. Hmm. So if I can be a part of that process in my own life, oh my goodness, that's a full-time job. And then to think that I can be empathetic and share and support and have a role.
0: That's, uh, Joan, that's beautiful. That's, you you did great, by the way. What
1: could be better? What could be better?
0: (laughs) So let me ask you, okay, so you've learned a lot from a lot of people, right? Like, history or other people and who would you say are some of your biggest influencers your biggest heroes in your life to help you become who you are
1: today well I've been very lucky uh, and it's funny that male role models play a huge role in my life from an early age my father Hmm. huge role model I mean takes up all the space in on the screen you know (laughs) try to find a little space around it's a full-time job No, he was a big man and so much love and, and, um, wow. And when I met Prem Rawat, when he was 12 years old in India and I was 22, that was a huge moment for me in my life. Hmm. Absolutely. And, and lifelong still is after what? 50 some years, right? He had his 50th anniversary of coming to the West. Am I right? Something like that. That's right. Fifty years. Yeah, maybe.
0: very recently. And then exactly. I and
1: then I met him. I met him uh, a good year before that. Yeah, so fifty-one years like that. He's so you went over there. Country. How old were
0: you? Were you just uh, like a, a sort of a traveling gypsy, or like as?
1: Well, I was part of the hippie generation that got pulled out of the um, culture of the time and drawn to India. We did the mm-hmm. hippie trail. It's a kind of a well-known phenomenon all of a sudden these youth of a certain age just started disappearing <laughs> <laughs> and they were and they were magnetically drawn to the same route i mean it's like that route is so worn you can probably see it from outer space the hippie trail, the hippie and trail. Why, yeah. yeah why was it that we were all drawn to turning our back on the culture of the time hmm. and turning our front to something which Okay, we read a bit about, we had Vivekananda, we had Ramananda, we had, or is it Ramakrishna? We had, you know, begun our introduction to there's more to this life than what meets the eye. And we were so thirsty for that message. And all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. And I was part of that. I left college, all my friends were moving to Canada to escape the draft. All our heroes were being violently murdered. It was a horrific time to be a kid in America. And we just felt like, at least for me, it was a sinking ship. But I feel part of a generation, very strongly. It was a generational experience. And it shifted big time. And we're still in the midst of that shift of consciousness that happened, you know, at that time. So I'm very proud of being part of that. Where'd Joan go? She said she was just going for the summer and four years later, she comes back. You know, so it was, it was a phenomenon. It was a precious, precious time where I was able to just follow the synchronicity and get clear on my heart. And when I met Prem Rawa, he really helped me facilitate getting clear in my heart. Like what is my number one priority? Imagine the clarity of knowing What's your number one priority is. It's just like life change.
0: Yeah, that's uh, quite a journey. Yeah. Quite a journey.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, there's other people uh, that I met another huge one. Gary Young, the founder and formulator and farmer and renaissance man of Young Living Essential Oils. My teacher. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness, what I learned from him. And it wasn't just the incredible scientific knowledge that he gave us. To, you know, I went all the way to Turkey to study with him on the the medicinal uses of essential oil, and we had to do organic chemistry as the first part. We were all we were all smelling peppermint like nonstop to keep our brain active because it was so <laughs> crazy hard. Yes, he taught all of that, but he he was a great um, visionary, and his stand was that the whole world will benefit from the healing and balance of sharing essential oils. He wanted to make sure that essential oils were in every home. Mm. He wanted people to have that tool of essential oils in their life and his farming and every, I mean, it's just, he passed away, but I still feel his personal standard and his ethos is very much alive in my life. And uh, also in the company, uh, Young Living Essential Oils. It's very powerful, very powerful. So yeah, that made a big dent in me, essential oils. I really went far and deep. It was like, wow. It it was like a calling, part of my life. Hmm. It's going to be part of my teaching. I am capable of not sharing essential oils. I am capable, (laughs) but it's hard. Because I see something, you know, and I want to mm. share it. But sometimes yeah. you just don't go there.
0: Mm. Well, you know, that's uh when we're inspired, we like to share. We like to tell other people. It's it's just a natural thing with people. You know? And uh the good news is throughout history there's been people that have who have understood something and they're able to share it with others. And transform lives. I mean, it's beautiful.
1: Well, when we were working together, it came out so clear that 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 passion and that um, inspirational part of me was was really like. There's no way to avoid it. That's just like if if I can't get up on a soapbox and and, and declaim the universal <laughs> message, then uh, something's missing in my life.
0: Uh. Well, let me ask you. Uh, like this is a question that we all answer, right? I'm just going to ask you the same question. Uh, what does it mean for you to be true to your personal brand, to your to yourself?
1: Well, to be true to my personal brand is just to know that what I say, I do; that I'm transparent. What you see is what you get, and it's easy. Mm. It's easy to share.
0: Love that word, easy. You know, it's funny about the easy things that are easy. It's almost like, yeah, that's that's the right way to go. You know, like it's easy is a real good signal. Knowing for me, I'm talking that it's it's uh, you're on the you're you're going it's just going well. It's it's easy to do. It's uh it's like an open door to. Whatever whatever task I'm at, if if a task is hard, I have to really assess, which we all do. Uh, is this worth it? Is, should I really go for it? I mean, sometimes you have to do that too. Um, but easy is a great way to uh, <clears throat> for me to know that this is good. I'm 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 doing the right thing.
1: About easy. And in my travels as a hippie overland to India. Um, I was in. I was in India where the Tibetan community was and I lived in a Tibetan monastery and a Tibetan well I loved the Tibetan people I was very connected to the Tibetan culture and this was my first time of living in the Tibetan culture uh, in a monastery and it was really strict it was like stone walls and like a cell you know like a cell that's where you'd sleep in the stone wall cell And you get up like four o'clock in the morning and have this incredible um, chai of theirs with butter in it and their breakfast. And then the monks, the monk next door to me in the next cell, they'd get up and they'd go to the prostration room where the statue of Lord Buddha was. And they'd begin their 1,000 prostrations every morning. Now, the young man. 1,000? 1,000. prostrations. And the young man who was in the cell next to me came back every day and there was a raw wound on his forehead, on his knees. I mean, these were wounds that never really healed. Mm. And being who I am, I was extremely concerned about open wounds. (laughs) And I asked him, I said, why are you doing what you're doing? And he said, because one day I will be deemed worthy of enlightenment, hmm. and I said, "Well, this is not my path. It's not easy enough."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and I left. I had to leave. It was like, nope, uh-uh. It has to be easier than that. It's not the right way for me. Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's uh, you know, it's a good question to know. Well, actually, it's a good point when you say this isn't for me. So then, if you I'm going to ask you my last question. I'm turning to what allows you, what drives you to be your best?
1: What drives me to be my best is that, like I was talking about before, the thirst.
0: Hmm.
1: What drives me to be the best is that every day I wake up and I still want more. And every day I wake up and I still want surprise of the amazing thing that is this human life I want to be in constant discovery it's crazy it's like can't I just wake up and and you know what I mean but no I have to that's what drives me there's something in me that wants to feel what I am meant and what I'm born to feel and if I can be a beacon of some sort I'm not putting myself up on a pedestal saying oh yeah be around me and I'll ignite your light you know But in a way, if we can take responsibility for our own light, then when we do have interactions with people, it's a scientific fact that you will experience their frequency. Same thing with essential oils. You'll be lifted up if it's a person who's happy and you'll be dropped down if it's a person who's sad and morose and negative. It's a scientific fact. It's called frequency. It affects us. So I want to be capable of igniting and that's a full-time job so that's what motivates me
0: that's great i uh i just first of all i want to thank you for your wisdom and <laughs> really and sharing it um it's a, it's a beautiful story and i have to admit i'm a little motivated myself after this chat so <laughs> <laughs> um and if anybody's interested they can feel free to reach out to Joan at joanapter at earthlink.net or simply go to her Facebook page and messenger her. And again, Joan, thank you so much for being on Be Your Best.
1: Thank you, Gilman. And just spell the the first and last name in case people are just listening.
0: Joan Apter is J-O-A-N, Apter, A-P-T-E-R. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you, Joan, again. Thanks,
1: Gil. Very beautiful to spend time with you. And thank you for you. We'll be, we'll be talking again.
0: Great. Thank you. And Thanks,
1: thank you John. to everyone who's listening to this. And may it be a blessing for all of us. And, you know, have a safe rest of this winter.
0: Thanks, Joan.